This episode is brought to you by our presenting sponsor, Randy Adler at Dentons. You're starting a company, you need operating docs, you're raising money, you need litigation, you need a lawyer. The number one lawyer in New York City that won't break your wallet, Randy Adler at Dentons. And of course, our other presenting sponsor, Canvas. They know how you feel. Dude, I'm not spinning bars. I am. I'm pretty white, um, but I actually could jump out of the gym. Really? Yeah, I had a measured 38-inch vertical, and oh I could dunk shit. a basketball at 5'10". No way. Swear to God. So you can't make a shot on a mini hoop, but you were able no. to dunk a basketball. Yeah, I. it's crazy how those things work. So let's get to something more interesting. You were a good basketball player, it sounds like. I would have guessed you would have been picked on in school, but maybe that wasn't the case. Maybe you were actually an athlete. That's interesting. Why do you think I was picked on as a kid? I don't know. You just seem like that way. I mean, you're like a CFO now. Um, you're very corporate and like tucked in and tied up. And I just felt like you were um, primed for like picking on. You know, it, it's funny because I was. I was a little <laughs> bit of a nerd as a kid. I was into science fiction and uh, fantasy novels. Um, read those at lunchtime in the cafeteria. Would get picked on by the older kids. Uh, so that was kind of you know, sixth grade, seventh grade, and then I started to uh, develop into an athlete. I had got cut from the basketball team in sixth grade, and seventh grade I was a bench warmer, and then eighth grade I broke the school record for points. So, you know, you just kind of practice, and our things third, turn out well. Our third member of the team, Jared, I see him poking his head up and laughing. So I, I have a feeling he knew about this, where I didn't know anything about this. This just came up. Um, I wanted this to be more of a podcast um, more about a love story and maybe about love lost. And so there's this little rumor that you had some beef with a guy, one of the founders of Facebook. And now I don't think it was Zuckerberg, but it was one of them. Yes. So the co-founder you're speaking of is Eduardo Saverin, who was the first CFO. So obviously this girl had a type. This it freaking was Eduardo. Yeah. Oh, right. Another CFO. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and he was the first early stage investor in Facebook. Um, so there were some common traits there. Uh, it, was a, it was a beautiful love story, and it started one night uh, in Beauty in Essex, which is a spot on the Lower East Side. <laughs> and uh, Jared, Jared, do you know Beauty in Essex? Were you there that night? Not there, but you should make this segment sponsored by Facebook, FYI. Okay, <laughs> of course, uh, Facebook is sponsoring this segment. Facebook, our presenting sponsor, runs the largest social network in the world. And steals girls. And steals girls. So yeah, it was a, it was a beautiful night, uh, Beauty in Essex. I was there with a couple of my buddies. Uh, we were drinking, having a good time. And I was staring across the room, and I saw a beautiful Asian girl. Uh, in an all-black short dress, and I just felt the immediate need to talk to her. So I just started waving my arms, and I got her attention, and uh, she looked over at me, and I said, you know, I waved her over, come over here, come over here, and she did, which I can't believe that worked. Um, is, is her version, like, there was this goofy white boy, like, flailing his arms, like, spilling alcohol? Well, and you know, her version, it's actually funny. Uh, she said retroactively that she thought that I mistook her for a waitress and was trying to get an order from her, and that's why she came over to, and she actually came over and said, like, I'm not the waitress, and I said, I know. 
you're just so beautiful, I want to talk to you. I mean, talk about best pickup line ever. Yeah. So it was pretty good. It was a match made in heaven right from the start. Um, the first conversation uh, revolved around uh, credit default swaps in Japan. This um, is still at the club? This is still at the club. So I was spitting hot fire. I really was. Um, she was 27. I was 23. And so there was a little bit of an age gap, and that'll come into play later on. Uh, but she gave me the number, and over the next few weeks, I kept hounding her, texting her, and then I took her out to dinner. We started um, we started dating, and second date, uh, we actually went back to her ridiculous Soho apartment, and... And we, you had no idea, right? So you're saying you opened the door to the Soho I, apartment, I, and you're yeah. like, holy... And God. I was like, holy shit, this is like a legit two-bedroom, yeah. amazing apartment. Um, actually, the floor above John Mayer lived in the same unit. So it, it became apparent to me that like this was a different situation than I had ever been in. So yeah, we just started hooking up, and it was great. Um, she was really smart. Uh, she worked in the finance industry, as did I. So we had that connection, and we liked good food, and we had good conversations. And so... The next step came after a few months, let's fast forward, and I started living with her yeah. in this Soho apartment. <laughs> so it was really interesting. Uh, you went from having nothing good going on for you to yeah. having everything good going Ex on for you I got a and taste still of being the friends with Jared. Yes. Uh, yes, I was, I was still friends with Jared. And uh, Okay, yeah. so we're fast forwarding. Everything's going well. Food, credit default swap conversations, short black miniskirts on the girlfriend. It's all good. Yeah. When yeah. do things start going south? So let's give a little background. So she was from, her family was Indonesian, and she grew up going to private school in Singapore. Her father actually owned a telecom company in Indonesia, in the Southeast Asian region, that basically did a lot of the uh, internet and networking for large oil companies and the rigs that they had back to the shore so that they could communicate, right? Mm -hmm. So he made a lot of money, and she was worth, like, a couple hundred million. You never it's hear a, people talk about oil and be like, they're pretty poor. It yeah. always leads to... Yeah, and she was part of this class, Chinese um, descent, and, you know, father started a business, made a lot of money, and all of her friends were also part of this class. Ooh. So I started hanging out with this whole, like, rich Indonesian Chinese group. And you're 23. And I'm 23, yeah. and everyone's kind of 27 to 30, and all of their families either have billions or like a hundred million dollars. So <laughs> fast forward, we took a trip to Vegas and I'm in Vegas, rooms are comped, where we are in like the luxury Airlines deal going on. Like, yeah. Let's go. Yeah. And um, so I, I was living the life. It was it was really uh, exciting and it was a different taste than anything I had ever had. So uh, after a a little over a year and a half of dating and a year living together, uh, she moved back. We tried to stay together, and the plan was for me to go get a job in finance in Hong Kong or Singapore. Sure. Uh, so I set up a bunch of interviews with uh, banks and hedge funds and mutual funds out there. And in April, uh, so she had went back in January, and in April I went out to Hong Kong. 
did some interviews and then flew to Singapore where I, I was with her. Right, you're hustling. It's true love. I, yeah, I was hustling. I was yeah. trying to get it in. <laughs> uh, I was an underdog in this story, obviously. This um, is really an underdog story. This it really it is. I, I probably had like maybe $1,000 in my bank account at this point, and I'm <laughs> flying across the world <laughs> to Asia trying to get a high-powered finance. What are the rest of your friends doing this time from back home? <laughs> what are you doing? Uh, I don't fucking know, man. They're just like living life. Okay. You know? I, I took a, uh, I would say, untraditional route. So uh, right. I think there, we, we should take pause, though. Okay. Because during this time, also, Jared and I had a meeting, and Jared was looking for some investment mm-hmm. for a company called Mashwork, which actually grew into the fast-growing high-tech company called Canvas now. Oh, great. Which is our presenting one of our sponsor, Canvas. Sponsors, yeah. <laughs> they know how you feel. <laughs> they do. They always know how you feel. So he was looking for uh, investment, and that's when I decided to leave my job on a whim and create a small venture capital fund and lead this investment round. Start uh, a small venture so, capital so fund. So Jared was looking for half a million dollars, and... Me with my $1,000 bank account was like, I can get you a half million dollars. Don't worry. Give me two months. Wow. Look at the balls on you. Yeah. So, <laughs> Jared, <laughs> did you believe in this guy at all? You're just like, ah, if it happens, it happens. Jared, do you want to come in here? Okay. What, Jared just comes in here now he has a beer? This is actually You've super, just been hanging out the whole super time? Super compelling content. You, did, you didn't share the beer? <laughs> All right, so where were we in the story? So uh, this ballsy little kid comes to you and says, give me two months, I'm going to raise $500,000 for you. And you must be looking at him like, who the fuck are you? Oh, I didn't believe him at all. Okay, I was like, oh, 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 okay, okay, <laughs> man, that's fine. Yeah. The best part, though, so he says, I'm dating this chick, and um, she comes from a lot of wealth, and uh, I bet you she'll invest, too, yeah. It's probably a good idea if me and my girlfriend who lives on the other side of the world is also an investor in your company. Yeah. And then he goes, and this is foreshadowing, she also just met Eduardo Saverin, really, really rich guy from Facebook. He'll want to invest too. Yeah. She'll hook it up. So obviously I'm extremely confident in my skills of persuasion. So I go to Singapore and I go out clubbing with Eduardo. Um, we meet. He seems like a chill guy. We were trying to figure out what to do that night. And she's like, oh, Eduardo is, like, going out. He's getting a table or a few yeah. tables at this club. Like, I know him from my days in college. And we've reconnected right. in, Sing- rich, in Singapore. Rich. We're yeah. all friends. We're all friends. Okay. Um, she was at Tufts in Boston at the same time he was at Harvard in Boston, rooming with uh, yeah. this guy, Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> That guy. Uh, Mark yeah. who? So, Who's Ma- Mark who? Mark Zuckerberg. Our soon-to-be presenting it. sponsor, Facebook. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, yeah, uh, I'm like, all right, cool. Like, this is a great time. I can do my elevator pitch at the club with Mark Zuckerberg. Right. Mashwork, Inc. Let's do this. <laughs> He's there to bring in investments. Okay, perfect. So that's what I'm there for. The confidence and, uh, level on this guy. Skyrocket. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so I go. I meet him. Good dude. And uh, But it is a little weird that uh, they seem pretty close, my girlfriend and, and him. Like the looks, little touches. Uh, there weren't yes. really many little touches, but there were certainly some looks. And then, like, 
all his friends were like, yo, they should get some alone time. And I was like, that's a little weird. That's so weird. Okay, though. <laughs> uh, so maybe he'll invest. Yeah, maybe he'll invest. I'll, yo, if I need to, She's if I need to yeah. sacrifice a little here, I will. Uh, so they leave. Uh, he takes off in some like Rolls Royce phantom bullshit. I take off in a cab. And uh, that was it. A few days later, I, I leave uh, Singapore and. Uh, my girlfriend says to me, you know, this is probably not going to work out. And I said, I did get a job offer from a uh, large mutual fund here in Singapore. Like, shouldn't I take it? Yeah. She's like, no. <laughs> I get on the plane. I'm like, all right, this is fucking terrible. Just, um, just puppy dog look. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, what? okay. What? Uh, and then a week later. By the way, it's a really long ride home to think about that. Uh, yeah, it, it definitely is. Um, but I was working on my deck. Oh. For the investment. So I get home a week later. I'm basically like, yo, are you going to invest? How about Eduardo? And she's like, no, and I can never talk to you again because I have a boyfriend. And I was like, that's fucking, it's been one week. That's a little strange, a little quick, but okay. And then proceeded not to really talk to her. We still had some mutual friends, and that's when I found out that she was, in fact, dating Eduardo Saffer, and they then thereafter got engaged, and they are now married. They're now happily married. They are now Just happily married. rich lives on yachts and charity events and whatever else happens out there without you involved. Yeah, PJs and... PJs, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And you, in fact, are getting married yourself, and so somehow... So I won. <laughs> I totally fucking won this thing. Are you saying this because just... you think she's going to hear this? Uh, Who? <laughs> my fiance my or, or my fiance. ex. Yeah. Um, no, uh, I definitely won. I met the right girl. Um, I so let's let's go back a little bit. I did successfully make the investment, which was great. So I somehow raised the money. Then I moved out to California, got an investment banking job, and then my prospects were all of a sudden looking very high. Yeah. I don't know about Facebook billionaire high, but yeah. they were looking pretty high. Right below. And that's when I met uh, my current fiance out in the Bay Area, Nora, uh, and she's just the perfect person for me. So it worked out the way it was supposed we to. We need clapping. Cue the applause. Yeah, Cue the applause. applause right there. So this ends up being a, a happy story. I don't know if we started thinking it would end that direction, but it is. And this is the end of our first podcast. I don't think we really know how to end these things. Do we? Uh, well, I'm not spitting bars. Uh, no, no bars to spit. Thanks, no baby. bars to spit. Thank you.